Good afternoon. Hi. How's everybody doing this afternoon? We are excited to be with you again this day. Um, it's just a great day. You know, God has given us breath and life and, um, you know, we're so grateful for this opportunity to connect with you all, to, to continue to be a church, to be a body. Um, you know, we know a lot of people um, just tune in and, and are blessed by this and it blesses us that that happens. Um, uh, just, we want you to participate, so send us some praise reports, send us some prayer requests at the end of this. Yes. Um, we're going to, um, we're going to pray. And this is not very uh, planned or scripted. Nothing that we do here, we don't really talk about it, you know, the day before or anything. We just really want the Holy Spirit to move through what we're doing. Yes. Um. Jessica, hi, I know you sent us that prayer request. Yes. We're going to pray um, at the end of this. We prayed as a couple. Me and Priscilla prayed. Uh, I prayed individually. Um, but we're going to pray as a, as corporately as a yes. church for that situation. So um, just stay tuned to the end. Um, you know, things might not be perfect. Again, nothing scripted. We're not doing this on a program. We're really just trying to not only encourage but encourage ourselves to be led by the spirit of god and kind of see what he's saying in the moment and sometimes that means it's going to be a little rough sometimes that means that the song or the tune or the this or the that might not be um so perfect um so just bear with us you know as as we kind of chase the the presence of god we chase the voice of god you know it's it's part of the journey so, um, we, and we welcome you to do the same at your home. Um, just what a perfect opportunity to put yourself in a place, your home, put yourself in a posture of worship that you might not feel comfortable doing in church or in a building. Um, a lot of times, you know, as a worship leader, I've in my living room just laid face first on the floor and just really, um, really try to connect with God on, in a different way, um, uh, laying face up, you know, there's just so many things that you can creatively do, and just try to make it prophetic in your life, um, so that you can connect with the Father, um, so we want to encourage that this, this morning, I don't know if you want to add anything before we pray, um, no, just to, um, encourage and um today god kind of just placed on my heart about um the choice to be happy and abraham kind of asked me that question and today as we're preparing and i'm gonna just share what god placed on my heart and i know we usually do after worship but god placed on my heart that a lot of us right now in this time of isolation and staying at home that, you know, we're faced with depression. And for me, depression is something that I've battled all my life since I was in middle school. And it's something that tries to creep up in my life. And God just really placed that heavy on my heart today that, you know, depression or sadness or heartbreak, that there's such a heaviness right now in the homes. And the question that, God placed in front of me this morning is 
Where do you find your happiness? Where do you find your happiness? Who do you find your happiness from? And today, God just really wanted me to ask that question, not just for myself, but for everyone. Where do you find your happiness? And in these times, there are trials and there are obstacles in our way and things are up and down. You know, some of us might not know financially where some of our finances are gonna come from. Some of our jobs have been cut off or just things. There's just a lot of things. And at this time, when we're at home, the enemy really wants to sneak into our minds and cause doubt, cause doubt and cause unbelief and cause these thinking, all of this. And, and today, God just asked me, where do you find your happiness? And it really spoke deep to me because I'm going to be completely transparent. I, in these past couple days, depression has crept in my mind. Doubt has crept in my mind. Heartbreak has crept into my mind. And today, God just reminds me that He is our happiness. He is our strength. He is our hope. He is our everything. And today, as I was preparing in encouragement today, God was encouraging me that, yeah, we're at home and we're faced with difficult situations and trials, but we need to go to the Word. We need to go to His Word to encourage us. We need to go to, to this right here. And it has all our answers. And as I was preparing for happiness, there's so many scriptures on happiness. There's so many scriptures of joy. There's so much scripture of love. Our strength is in this book. And it says, I'm just going to read a couple like scriptures that um, the Lord placed on my heart. And in Psalms 37, 4. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. God has limitless love for us, for all of us, for all his servants, for all of his disciples, for everyone. And if you truly believe in God and what the word says, he will answer all your prayers. He will give you those desires of your heart. And then he also gave me Psalms 144, verse 15. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. God is the true source of happiness, strength, hope, and wisdom. God's not going to stray us into the wrong way or lead us somewhere where we shouldn't be. And then Philippians 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. The only source of true happiness is the Lord. All of the things you receive in your life is because of God. It's because of what he did. We just had Passion Week last week. We celebrated the resurrection. Yesterday, Abraham, uh, Abraham spoke about the Holy Spirit. God has given us everything. He has given us and left us with the Holy Spirit. And today, I just want to encourage everyone that if you're going through a difficult time, if there's doubt or depression trying to sneak into your home, it might not be your mind. It might be your home. It might be something that you broke years ago. And the enemy right now in this time of isolation wants to bring up depression, wants to bring up heartbreak, wants to bring evil things into your home today as a body. 
we say no. We say no to depression. We say no to sickness. We say no. And I just want to encourage you all that the Lord is our true happiness. The Lord is our true hope. The Lord is our everything. And today, church, I just want to ask you, where do you find your happiness? Where do you find your happiness? And um, God's happiness is our happiness. It's a mutual exchange. It's a beautiful exchange. What Jesus did for us on the cross, he wiped it all away. And today, Abraham and I were having a discussion about generations and, and, our, and our future children. And there's things in our lives that we're not happy about. There are things um, that we need to be just, for me, it's depression and fear. I need to keep an eye on that because we do not want our future children to experience those things in our lives. And today Abraham was just like, oh, depression or anger or violence, those are, um, what did they say? Uh, they're not hereditary. They're not hereditary. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're learned. They're learned. They're behavioral. And then he was like, oh, like other things like diabetes or high blood pressure, that's uh, hereditary. And then, but then God was just showing me, no, it's not because it is all covered in the blood. God takes away everything. God takes away all sickness. God takes away all sadness. He takes away all depression. He takes away all of that for us. And today, church, I just want to encourage you that the word that God gave me is for us to find true happiness, which is in Him, that He wants the best for us. And even though our situation might not be the best right now or might seem dark, God has a bigger plan and God wants to pour out His love on all of us. And it says in scripture, I just want to read uh, one thing right now, and it really spoke to me, and it was just about how yesterday Abraham spoke about James, about how, you know, consider all things pure joy when, you know, we're suffering in certain things or things might not seem great. We shouldn't run away from certain problems in our lives because God places those situations or obstacles or trials in our life to strengthen us, to give us hope, to not just for ourselves, but someone else that might be going through the same thing. And church, we just want to encourage you this morning that God fills your heart and God fills your home with happiness, with love, and whatever area that you might be going through today, that he fills that void, he fills that area. And that maybe your morning wasn't that great. Mine wasn't that great. But I made a decision and I made a choice that I'm not going to be in this crazy, sad, depressing time in my life. I'm going to choose to be happy because God has done so much for me. God has guided me. God has filled me with his love. God has filled me with his joy. And today I just we just encourage everyone that choose happiness you know it's a choice if we want to stay stuck in where we're at or if we want to continue to move forward in what he has for us I don't know if you want to share anything mm -hmm. that's good choose today amen let's pray father thank you for revealing us 
to us your word. And right now, Father God, we tune in to your omnipresence. Yes. And we thank you. And we ask that you act, your Holy Spirit would be activated in our midst. We praise your name. We bless your name, Father God. We make our words few before you. Yes. We don't come in our own knowledge. We don't come in our own wisdom, Father God. We come humbly as children. Yes. Just asking to spend time with our Father. Meet every need, Father God. And we trust that you will because in your presence there is no darkness. There is no doubt. There is no insecurity. We thank you. If the altar's where you meet us, take me there, take me there. What you're looking is an offering. It's right here, my life is here. I'll be a living sacrifice for you. You're the fire, the refiner. I want to be consumed I want to be tried by fire Purified You take whatever you desire Lord, he is my life I want to be tried by fire Purified you take whatever you desire Lord, He is my life If your glory wants to come in Let it fall, only want it all If fire is consuming Fill this place, set it ablaze
every situation, Lord, we give you the first place. In all of our struggles, Lord, we give you the first place. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your
this morning as uh, as I was just preparing myself and doing my devotion, I was drawn to Acts. And in Acts 1, verse 4 through 7, um, it says, While he was with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise. And if, if you don't know, Jesus, after he resurrected from the dead, he revealed himself to the disciples for 40 days and taught them and continued to teach them before he ascended into heaven. And he, he told them not to leave, but to wait. And as we read on, he talks about the promise and in that same verse it says, which he said, you have heard me speak about for John the Baptist baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was telling them, wait because you're going to receive the Holy Spirit. Verse 6, so when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time? He said, it's not for you to know times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And this was so encouraging to me because in a in a time that we face a lot of in, insecurity, you know, un, not knowing what tomorrow's gonna look like, um, I I read this and I'm I'm understanding that tomorrow is not really my business. Jesus told them and promised them, wait. And as I look at our situation, I start to, as a man, ref really focus on what is tomorrow going to look like? How do we move forward? What What's going to happen? Are we ever going to go back to normal? As a church, are we ever going to go back to being in a building? these things start to run in our minds. And God just really told me this morning, just wait, sit in my presence. There, the promise is coming. The Holy Spirit will empower us to reach the ends of the earth with his word, with his gospel, with his presence. But right now is a time to wait. And, and I really took that to heart because sometimes we focus so much on tomorrow that we waste today. And we don't enjoy the time that we have with each other. We don't, we don't sit in the presence of God because we're so worried. And I don't know where that worry crept into this, this world, specifically this nation in our lives. The way we see things is, is very instant, very... Um, very accommodating, and, I, and I'm so grateful for this word that God gave me today because I had to ask myself, am I seizing the moment? Am I taking every moment, taking advantage of every moment that I have? And, and in the little things, it's not like I'm, uh, I'm saying I need to go and build a house or I need to, uh, you know, really 
it's not a, a financial scheme that I'm saying seize the moment. No, I'm thinking more with my wife. Am I cherishing every breath that we have together? My dog, am I taking every moment I can to spend and enjoy with him? You know, I think that sometimes we either struggle with one of two things and that's, that's our past or our future. And what happens is both of those things affect our now. And God is just telling us, wait in my presence. Look around you. I used to do this thing with my nephews. We used to go over to my brother's house on Sundays and pre-quarantine days. No, this was years ago. Um, we used to go and lay. I, I would play with my nephews on the trampoline. And we would wrestle and we would have fun. But then I would always take a moment and I would say, hey guys, do you hear that? And they get really quiet. And they say, no, I don't. And I would be like, shh, listen, listen. And then we would wait and we would start to hear the birds and we would start to hear all kinds of different noises. The, the family over there at the table laughing. And I would always try to bring that moment to them and say, oh, you hear that word? What do you think that bird is saying? And this is when they were a lot younger, so they would entertain me at that age. Now they'd probably be like, you're boring, uncle, get out of here. But, but I think it's, it's such a cool thing to stop. And, and I can relate it to the Bible and to our spiritual life because Jesus told us in Scripture, Selah. That means pause, calmly meditate. And I believe that if we do that as, as mothers, as fathers, as sons, as daughters, as, as employees, as, as husbands, as wives, I believe that as we do, as students, as, you know, as we do that, I believe that we'll be able to get a, a better focus on what's important. Yeah, Priscilla's out of a job. My trust is in the Lord. Yeah, things aren't... My five-year plan just got interrupted. I put my trust in the Lord. And it's not like I'm waking up and I put my trust in the Lord. I have to constantly remind myself, put your trust in the Lord, Abraham. Put your trust in the Lord, Abraham. Put your trust in the Lord, Abraham. A lot of us face a lot of, a lot of difficulties financially, I mean, we got, we got messages today of, of children being put, put in the hospital. We got so many things that we got to pray for. But do we put our trust in the Lord? When we reach out to a Christian and say, pray for me, then yes, we're putting our trust in the Lord. We know the first response. But when we, when we or sometimes we, we take it the bad way and we, we, um, start to say, God, how could you do this? God doesn't do this stuff. God is our savior. Yes. He's here to heal us. He's here to bless us. Yes. We need to focus on us. We need to make sure that, that this, you know, they say like the cross is, is very significant. I don't know if you can see my finger, but you, you have the relationship from here up and that affects the relationship from here this way. And that's, a way that they use a cross is that before we connect with each other, before we begin to minister to each other, we have to connect this way. And Priscilla and I were doing that this morning and I said, you know, we, we choose every day what mood we're in. 
and we can put blame anywhere we want. I can never, I can never um, justify my sin. I can never justify my bad mood when God's given me breath. Amen. When God's given me life, when God's given me so much more than that, how can I justify an attitude? Yes, I might need space, and we all do, and we need to go through a process, and none of us are perfect. And, and that was our conversation with each other this morning. Hey, man, like, let's just get it together. I don't want my kids growing up to be angry because I grew up angry, because I'm angry, because when I get mad, I punch a wall, or because when I get mad, I throw something across the, the, the world. I don't know. I don't want my children to learn this behavior, so I need to stop it right now. Today, it needs to stop. And... And this whole time, I've been so um, amazed with our response to this virus, to this season of life, and how we've bounced back. We haven't let, all of us, we haven't let this take, take our lives, you know? We haven't allowed this to ruin things. And I see so many posts, and I see so many encouraging things. And that's what it's all about. Let's take every moment and seize it. Let's take... Every moment, if you're mad at your husband right now, get over it. If you're mad at your wife, get over it. Forgive them so that you can be forgiven. Yes. If you're mad at your dad, if you're mad at your mom, if you're mad at your cousin, your uncle, your aunt, whoever, whoever, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You know, the, the, the pride that you have to swallow in saying I'm sorry or... Or in when someone says they're sorry, you don't like, well, you shouldn't have done this. We had that last night. You know, it was just like, I'm sorry. And I wanted to be like, well, you should have. But I just said, God, <laughs> I spoke about James this morning. Let me, let me put that into action. Blessed are those who suffer these trials. Yes. And I said, it's okay. And the night went on and we were happy and we woke up happy. You know, it's a choice. I know it's, it's sometimes harder, you know, depending on the situation, but at the end of the day, if you want to be set free, forgive. At the end of the day, if you want to be healed, forgive. Don't let anything get in the way. And, you know, maybe the forgiveness is for somebody else. Maybe they need to move forward in life and, and we're holding them back in bondage. And we teach that in church. We teach that sometimes we... We put people into prison by holding them in unforgiveness. So, you know, um, just friends, family, church, that's what I want to encourage you today. Just wait in the process. Wait for God. He's going to do something. And I don't mean wait and don't do anything. I don't mean, you know, ask God, what do you want me to do? You know, we have some people in our church, my mom's one of them, and, and we have a prophet in our church that they sit there and have a conversation with God. I don't know how I, I want to get to that level, but they say, God, what do you want me to do? And God tells them, go make your husband coffee and go, you know, um, pray for three. I, I want to be there. I want to, but let's all go there. No matter what stage of life you're in, you're... Your minds are so capable. I hate when people say I'm, I can't or I, I'm dumb or, or I'm this or I'm that because it's a reflection of God. God made you. 
God created you. And when you say that you can't or that you aren't or that you won't, you're basically saying God didn't do a good job. And if, if I look at that like my father, if anyone came to me and said, your dad can't do this good, I'd fight them. I'm joking. I would, I would not be happy and I would defend my father. And I feel the same way about God. I won't, I will not allow the people around me to, I love you, but I love God more. And I, I want him, I want to see his glory. I want to see his presence flood this earth. I want to see the addicted healed. I want to see the homeless with the house. I want to see all the promises of God in your life and my life come to pass. But it takes us. Amen. Amen, church. That's my encouragement for today. I'll go back to playing my guitar. <laughs> Sometimes I'm better off quiet. So. Uh, and I just wanted to share uh, Romans 15, 13. And it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we were in worship, God was just showing me and just saying, don't allow the enemy to rob your blessings. Don't allow the enemy to rob your joy. Don't allow the enemy to rob you and your family. And he said today, as we're standing together as a church, as a community, that each of us, we need to declare in our home. We need to declare it in each of our homes. And we need to stand on his word. We need to stand on what the word says. And it says that God has given us all power and all authority to trample all over snakes, scorpions, to crush the enemy. And we're not going to allow doubt or depression or fear or anxiety or um, unbelief or sickness to come into your home into your body, into your spiritual home. So today as a church, I just feel together, let's let's stand, declare that the enemy is not gonna rob you. He's not gonna rob your home. He's not gonna rob your children. He's not gonna rob or take away those blessings that the Lord has given you today. And I, we just pray and we just encourage that you open your heart to the joy of God, to trust God to allow his presence to overflow in your heart and in your home today. And I just, right now, God just gave me a list as we were in worship um, that, that the pureness of the love of God, he wants to place it in every home, in every heart in every situation, in every area of your life. And he gave me a list of the brokenhearted, of the unbelief, of people struggling with depression. And depression doesn't have to be just for adults. I struggled with depression in middle school. I was 11 years old when I started struggling with it. So the Lord just showed me that we need to pray for our youth. We need to pray for our kids that are struggling with depression. And God also put hopelessness and the hard worker, the person who works and works and works so hard and God wants to give that person rest. So in this list, church, if we can stand together as a body and stand and declare that 
We're not going to allow the enemy to rob us. We're not going to allow the enemy to take those blessings that God has from us. We're not going to allow the enemy to rob us from our blessings, our, our financial provision. So, Father God, today, Lord, we pray, Father God, for each and every person, Father God, for each and every home, Father God. We pray, Father God, for the brokenhearted, Father God. We pray, Father God, for... Um, the ones that are um, not believing, Father God, for the unbelief, Father God. Praying, Father God, for um, depression, Father God, right now, Father God. For every child, every youth, every adult, every person, Father God, that is struggling, Father God, with uh, doubt, with depression, with anxiety, with fear, Father God. We pray, Father God, for the hopeless, Father God. For the ones, Lord, that have no hope, Father God. For the ones that think that there is no hope, Father God. We're praying, Father God, for the one, Lord, the hard worker that is always working, that is always working, Father God, and always um, working, Lord, and, and that there's no rest, Father God. So we break, Father God, all of those spirits right now in Jesus' name, Father God. We break every spirit, Father God, um, of of heartbreak, Father God, every spirit, Father God, of depression, Father God, every spirit of unbelief, Father God, every spirit, Father God, of hopelessness, Father God, every spirit, Father God, of infirmity, Father God, every spirit of sickness, Father God, every spirit, Father God, of um of worriness, Father God, every spirit, Father God, of 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 evil, Father God, things that aren't of you, Father God, every spirit of suicide, Father God. Every spirit, Father God, of doubt, Father God. Every spirit of anxiety, Father God. Every spirit of stress, Father God. Every spirit, Father God, that is not of you, Father God. We break it at the root in Jesus' name, Lord. And we lose, Father God, the spirit of healing, Father God. The spirit of belief, Father God. The spirit of hope, Father God. The spirit of love, Father God. The spirit of, of life, Father God. The spirit of rest, Father God. The spirit of peace, Father God. The spirit, Father God, of resurrection, Father God. The spirit of restoration, Father God. The Father God, of hope, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for filling us, Father God, with your love, Father God, with your truth, Father God, with your wisdom, Father God, with your happiness, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for um, instilling, Father God, hope in us, Father God. Hope, Father God, that we can believe, Father God, that we believe, Father God, on your word, Father God, on your truth, Father God. And today, Lord, as a church, as a community, Lord, as a region, as a body of Christ, Lord, we stand, Father God, and we declare your word, Father God that your love, Father God, that your hope, Father God, that your wisdom, Father God, that your um, healing, Father God, will flow into every home, Father God, every person right here, Father God. We pray, Father God, that you will fill and you will overflow with your Holy Spirit in every home and every and every um, child and every adult and every, and every person, Father God, that your spirit will overflow, Father God. We declare it today, Father God, that the enemy, Father God, the enemy has no hold, has no hold on us. The enemy has no hold on our finances. The enemy has no hold on our health. The enemy has no hold over us because we are righteous. We are truth because Jesus, you overcame. Jesus, you are victorious. You have strengthened us in every area. You have given us hope. You have healed us. You have healed us. You have given us life. You have resurrected us from the grave. You have awoken us in every area that was dead in our life, Lord. You have risen us up. So Lord, we thank you, Lord. We stand on your word. We thank you, Lord, for restoring us in every area, in every part of our lives, in everything that we do, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for restoring those areas. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So church, send us your uh, prayer requests um, as we pray. And, and every person watching, just pray in agreement with us. Um, the Bible says where two or more are, uh, ask anything in his name.